Hi, welcome to Escape, a travel podcast. I'm John. I'm Jess. I'm Samantha. And I'm Sean. Our job might be to plan vacations, but seeing the world is our passion. Our podcast is here to help you escape. Every episode, we will discuss our favorite destinations, hotels, tours, and so much more from around the world and right into your headphones. Let's go. Hi, and welcome to Escape a Travel Podcast. My name is John, and I am here with my fellow podcasters. Sam is back. We missed her. And we also have a special guest tonight, one Miss Vanessa Seeger. And hello, Vanessa. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. we were actually been looking forward to this episode for quite some time. Very much. It's oh, true. Cool. We've been talking about it offline. Like, oh, yay, Vanessa's coming. So, She's like, mm. We said it just like that every time, too. <laughs> every time. A great thing. So, <laughs> anyway, Vanessa, um, tonight we're going to be talking about Paris, about, well, about France, but in this episode particularly, we're going to talk about... France. I'm sorry about Paris. And speaking of Paris, can you tell us a little bit about your background and why we would be talking about France with you? Uh, Probably because I was born in France and raised there for a while. Um, I was actually born in the South and then I lived in Paris for quite a while before I moved here. So yeah, that would probably be the reason why you'd want to talk to me about traveling to France. That makes me (laughs) an expert. I like it. All right, let's get it out of the way right, uh, up front. Do you like Paris or South of France better? South of France. Yeah? Like, yeah. Like I miles mean, Paris, better? Paris is beautiful. Paris has a ton to offer, but um, I don't know. I just, you know, I like the sun better. But, I mean, That's fair. you know, you're still, you're still talking about beautiful city and, and so much going on. So Architecture, food, all of those mm-hmm. things that you would uh, associate with it. Very cool. All right. So what we're going to do is uh, in this first part of the episode, we're going to break this up into two parts. So in part one, we're going to be talking about Paris and we'll talk about food, culture, hotels, activities, day trips. So um, let's go ahead and get it started. If I was planning a trip, where would you recommend I stay in what neighborhood and maybe recommend a hotel for varying budgets? Well, I think, um, you know, if you're going to go to Paris uh, and you want the full experience, I think it's worth looking at if your budget can uh, can take it, um, looking at the called the palaces that they have, the, the big old hotels that have been there for a while that, you know, are really the true heart of quintessential Paris experience, you know, um, the Georges V. Uh, the Bristol, the, the Crillon, those hotels just scream Paris. You know, there's so much history um, along with them. And if, you know, if, if you can swing it, it's definitely worth it. Even if you just spend, you know, two or three nights and maybe switch to another hotel, I think it's definitely worth um, soaking it up if you can. So um, do you think doing a multiple like hotel trip makes sense for most people? Like doing different locations? Uh, it's, it's not difficult to switch hotels in Paris, I think. Um, so you could, you know, get a little bit of taste of two different things, like stay in one of the palaces and then stay maybe in more of a boutique place, um, in, in Saint-Germain or, you know, a more artsy area. The Rue de Christine is one that's a pretty cool little boutique place. Uh, another, another one you could think about is kind of a, a hipper, 
um, hotel, the hotel cost. Um, there's an amazing lounge. Um, so it, it depends the, the, the Paris you're looking to experience, I guess. And staying in two different places could really give you two completely different tastes mm-hmm. of the same city. Very cool. I've only been to Paris once and just talking about that area makes me want to go back. When we <laughs> went, um, gosh, when was it? I want to say it was, Jack was two, so maybe almost six years ago. It'll be six years this fall. We went and we had to pick up a uh, stroller rental and mm-hmm. we had to go to Saint-Germain to get it. And and we we were there with some friends and with my mother-in-law and they stayed back at the hotel and then we, my wife and I walked. And then we, it was just so picturesque and perfect. We had to walk along the Seine to get yep. over to where we were going. And it was just like... It got like the sunset and then the lights came on and like we walked by um, Notre Dame and like all of that. And it was just that was like our first night. Our first Mm -hmm. memory of Paris was just like this magical night to pick up a stroller. (laughs) And that's one of my favorite (laughs) things to do is is like walk around the city. And especially at that time of night or even, you know, after the lights come on. I mean, they call Paris, Paris the city of lights, you know, for a reason, obviously. It's just so peaceful and you really get immersed yeah. You know, in in the city somehow and walking towards that part of the city, walking towards um, the the islands, you know, in the mm-hmm. center on the um, on the Seine where Notre Dame is and all that. It's it's just it's it's Paris. I mean, yeah. you have to do that. You have to kind of and, and, you know, maybe get lost a little bit or, you know, stop in a cafe along the way or just have that you know parisian so, experience Vanessa, i want to do that right now adventures by vanessa sounds good abv i am down it. for adventures by vanessa let's go right now yeah. so that I mean, honestly, that part of Paris is absolutely magical. Like, mm-hmm. and you're right. Like, that's like that was our absolute favorite thing to do. We also like uh, one night we went to go watch the um, gosh, the what do you call them? The lights, I guess, the light show that comes on every 15 minutes or whatever on the Eiffel Tower. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Is it 15 minutes every hour? I don't know. Uh, I don't. It's like I don't, on I don't like know, a schedule. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. And they, um, we, we like brought like two bottles of champagne with us and just like glasses that popped them and just like late, like, and nobody even looked at you twice for like just drinking in the, in the park. Uh It was like, oh yeah, that's what you're supposed to do right here. And we brought cheeses and breads. It was the greatest thing. Like, it was just so simple and like, wasn't an expensive tour. It was just us getting drinks and hanging out. Right. So I think you make a really good point. Paris can be so many things and you can do it overly planned way or you can do a really casual kind of, you know, take it day by day. I mean, obviously some attractions you have to get time tickets ahead of time. But, you know, if you have two or three things you know you really want to do, you know, get those tickets. And then part of, I think, experiencing any any city, any area is exploring doing some of the things that the people who live there do. And and that's exactly what you did, John, you know, it's, it's taking the time and, and not jam packing your days. But also if you want to be jam packed, if you want to get on a bus every day and see something and you can do that too, you know, it's, 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 it it lends itself to all that. What do you, Vanessa, what do you think a good length of time would be if you were to do, so, so you don't feel like you're doing everything, you want to still come back, but what's a good length of time for just a regular trip to get a solid feel, um, but still kind of leave you wanting more? 
Well, I think it depends if you're combining Paris with some other place. Um, you know, you have to remember, right? Coming from the U.S., you know, you're going to leave the day before. The day you get there, your hotel might not be ready right away. So you're jet lagged, you're tired, you're kind of, you know, that's not the best day. And then the day you're leaving, you lose that day. So even if you do five days, that's really not a lot right. of mm-hmm. time. Um I would say try for a week um, so you can maybe do some of the day trip excursions. You know, if you want to do that, include that in your in your um, in your week. I mean, there's so much to do. There is so much to do. Um, definitely. I think try for a week full mm-hmm. if that's all you're mm-hmm. doing is Paris. We did nine days where we had. Just doing Paris, we had we did the nine where like you flew in like like say we left on like a Friday night or a Saturday night and then came back the next Sunday, mm-hmm. and that worked out well for us. You, and that was you thought that was a good a good length. I mean, we didn't see everything, right? But um, you're never going to see everything. No, you, 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 that's why you have to pick and choose really yeah. the things that you're into. And you know, if you're a museum person, you can just spend your whole time going to museums. If you're like a medieval history person, you can spend your time going to, you know, medieval historical sites. I mean, you can really focus on, on mm. such specific things. It's, yeah. um, yeah, I would say at least a week, definitely. What we did and there was, gosh, there was five adults and then my, my son who was two at the time. What we said is everybody pick one absolute must-do thing that they want to do. And so for one person, it was going to the Louvre. For somebody else, it was um, – and we can talk about activities and stuff. But my, my wife really wanted to do the bike tour, like the blue bike tour around Paris. We ride bike – like uh, mm-hmm. riding bikes around town. Um, another – a friend of mine who's like a foodie, we went up to um, – I'm going to butcher the name, so don't like hold that against me. I want to say it's Le Marchand Fan Rouge. Is that right? The the Le Marche Enfant Rouge. <laughs> Le Marché. Le Marché Enfant Rouge. Is that right? Okay. The, the Red Child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you have you are you familiar with that? It's like up in no. the area. So it's like a an old orphanage that's mm-hmm. now like um, a food. St- it's like food stalls, and like he right. had read that they have like the best falafels or something like like there's like a bunch of it's like world cuisine up there, and mm-hmm. so we went up there. That was his one thing we had to do for that on his day but like back to your point was that we picked and choose like specifically one thing that we wanted to do to accomplish and the rest of the time was like let's wander let's explore mm-hmm. those are my favorite times in a new city um that was that was kind of how we handled japan when we f- were first married me and aaron you know three three years in japan newlyweds just wandering finding a new location a new street or area to to go down uh, yeah, those those different places, you know. I always um, one way that I have enjoyed also um, touring new cities is especially when you're jet lagged. When you get to Europe, you're jet lagged. You get up at, you know, you're you're up at five thirty in the morning because you can't sleep anymore. Is like go for a run or something mm-hmm. and see the city waking up and maybe the sunrise. That's just fabulous yeah that's what jess likes to do in um, hawaii right i do get up and go for a run with a cup of coffee <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> or mimosa I, 
Oh, I remember um, I did go for a run one day in Paris, and I ended up like my my wife and and son and the rest of the group. I'm I ended my run where they were going to hang out. They were playing soccer. My my two year old is playing soccer in one of the, like the little grassy areas with other kids at the um, is it Jardin or Hardin? Jardin. 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 Mm-hmm. Jardin. Uh, mm-hmm. Luxembourg. Luxembourg, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like they were, they went over there. Like it's like a pa- old palace, right? And then there's like yeah. behind it is like the mm-hmm. gardens. And anyway, I was running through that area and then ended there. It was just kind of like a spectacular. Like here, I run by you know like a, a Walmart sometimes, you know. <laughs> so I mean, to be like r- running through Paris is just absolutely amazing. Like, you're just like running by like these world famous like monuments and things, mm-hmm. and then you're just like, yeah, I'll just end my run right here, meeting everybody and behind a palace. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, there's the Eiffel Tower. I just ran under I it. I take yeah. workout clothes for on on every vacation <laughs> I go on, and they always come home very clean. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but this next trip I'm, to I'm, Disney, I am most definitely going to work out. Okay. Uh-huh. Tell you guys yeah. I. <laughs> I'm, I'm stating this in front of you and our thousands of listeners. Hold me accountable. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's You're so funny. Me. I always pack. Um, I always pack multiples because I like to work out like every other day when I'm on vacation, and I always start off really good like the first half of the week, and then by like day four or five, instead of grabbing my workout clothes, I'm like grabbing a cocktail or something. Uh. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'll work out another day. I love it. But yeah, so let, let's talk about food because that's one thing we talk about a lot on the podcast. What are some of the things that you like to do for food when you're there? Like where are some of your favorite restaurants or markets? What, what do you like to eat? So honestly, I like to like graze and pick and, you know, get a little bit of this and that. So, so like, for example, I like to go like um, there's a place called La Coupole, which um, is a typical like brasserie, like with, uh, you know, like a second empire um um architecture it's it's you know it's a big cavernous space and the majority of the food is not you know anything like to write home about but they have these seafood towers that are delicious that's like such a fun thing to do you know share one of those with a drink um i like to go to the cafes and maybe have like a couple little bites like you know go to like um like Café de Flore or um, there's another one called La Palette that has really good charcuterie boards. Mm. Um, you know, like charcuterie, cheese, bread. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I, I know Paris is like the, you know, quintessential like French cuisine place, but I don't know. I, I, I like to pick up my food. Um, my favorite place to go that's still from when I was a kid is called La Durée. It's, um, it's, it's a pastry slash, little tea tea shop Mm -hmm. i would say and uh they have they make these macarons that are like to die for they're the best little tiny little cookies for everyone listening that means macaroons (laughs) (laughs) macarons (laughs) (laughs) the non-coconut ones hold on on. let's have vanessa say one more time and then and then sam can translate (laughs) yeah what what are they called (laughs) The macaron. Macaron. That's it's how macaron. you say it. Oh, it's macarons. What you call it? What? What? And one more time. What was the name of the place where you get what you were just talking about? Where you get those macarons? La Durée. La Durée. Yeah, and there's mm. there's one in New York now. So okay. if you really want to try it, but um, is it as good in New York I, as you know? You get. 
They're oh, pretty darn good, good. yes. So you can go, you can have they have little tea sandwiches, they have the macaron, they have other pastries, and they have hot chocolate, which is just basically like melted mm-hmm. chocolate bars. <laughs> it's so good. So, um, so what you're saying I could have is that all day. And then too. and then <laughs> sorry. Uh yeah. <laughs> Definitely. That's on the list. <laughs> <laughs> that is too funny. I feel like I've been there. That's the place where we went and got mac- uh, macarons when we were there. So they come in like these really pretty boxes, like green and and pink. Like we got them in multiple places because we would down a box like a day. But mm-hmm. I feel like we did hit up one of these because it was like on every like must do list before we went. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I mean it's it's become an institution. When I was growing up, it was just you know a tea place to go to, and now it's become like a popular thing. Um, and then another place I really love is on um, Ile Saint-Louis. So in the middle of Paris, right? And the, the Seine goes through Paris. Mm-hmm. And in the center, there's, you know, in the Seine, there's um, two, well, two big islands, big, you know, um, the Ile de la Cité where um, Notre Dame is located. And right next to it is the Ile Saint-Louis, which is a little tiny island but it has a couple little restaurants and you're you know, gonna talk about my favorite ice cream shop in the world aren't you yeah Bertillon. Bertillon. oh my <laughs> I, I have it up. i'm not kidding look at my list look at my list right here hold on what is it right there yeah, right there yep. it is the best ice cream i've had mm-hmm. in my entire life i got like um oh my gosh what do you call it like a blackberry or something flavor. And it was the best. Like we, our family still talks about going to that ice cream spot. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's, so, it's so good. And this was, this wasn't planned <laughs> yeah. between you two. No. <laughs> wow. That is, cause it's, it's I mean, it's like this, is, I mean, this place is also like world renowned now, I guess, yeah. but it is, but it's, it's a like little a t- tiny ice cream is. counter. It's not it is. like ice any, cream. It's anything. not like gelato or anything. It's ice cream. Well, it's it's not like American ice cream. It's probably a little closer to gelato okay. than American ice yeah. cream. Um, and sorbet, ice cream and sorbet, yeah. basically. It's so good. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh! I'm sorry, I didn't mean to steal your thunder. I'm like, <laughs> no, oh that's my okay. Gosh. That's okay. It is absolutely, like I, it is without a doubt one of my favorite places. And we, I have pictures of. I'll share the picture with you of me of me and Jack just like eating ice cream, right? Like mm-hmm. we're just like sitting along the sand. It is so. And it's picturesque. It's super and fun to get excited this... about food. Yeah. Oh, like, gosh, that's yeah. the most excited I think I've ever seen John. <laughs> well, because like I had it written down. But like when you're sitting there and you're eating ice cream and you're on the Seine and you're just like, and like in the background you can see Notre Dame and you're just like, mm-hmm. this, this is, my is life right now. like the most quintessential thing I could do. Yeah. yeah like yeah. this is straight up Paris. I mean, like that, and I felt super accomplished because I don't speak French. I speak Spanish and English, so my my French is like sounds like I'm trying to speak French but with a Spanish accent. <laughs> yeah, we have heard it's it. Terrible. You guys have. Well, at least but you're like, trying. That's what matters. That's why well, we're bringing like Vanessa when we go, right. So that like, I don't have to speak Americans. French. Oh, my, our friend, our fr- <laughs> our friend we went with is, is fluent in French, like in. It was there's funny stories we've shared in the past about that. I think maybe it was off air, but um, like I felt so proud of myself when I went to like the fromagerie. I'm saying it wrong. I know. No, you did. No, that's a good one. Okay, 
and just like ordered the cheese and were able to get the cheese we wanted. And I don't know how to pronounce it, but the cheese shop we went to was absolutely ridiculously good. It was like um, Fromagerie Corthorome or something like that. I don't remember. But it was mm-hmm. really, really good, the cheese we got. I'm sure cheese pretty much anywhere you get in Paris is going to be amazing. Yeah. And then going to, oh gosh, it's not called a panaderia. What do you guys call the uh, bread place? A bakery? Patisserie? Boulangerie? Boulangerie? Yeah. Okay. Boulangerie, yeah. And I was able to order like just like a, a French loaf, like a, a loaf baguette. of bread. What do you call the loaf mm-hmm. of bread? A baguette. I'm yeah. just like, and I was there, I learned enough French to order a baguette and I walked home with my baguette, <laughs> you know, like in the top of it's hanging out. And mm-hmm. someone told me like the top of it's hanging out because people couldn't wait till they get home. So they would snack on it on their way home. I don't know if that's really true. Oh, I don't know if that's true, but that's what I would always do. So it must I know, be right? True. So, true. <laughs> but, but that's, I felt super like, I didn't feel Parisian, but I felt like, oh man, this is what Parisian life is all about, is like ordering mm-hmm. bread and eating it on your way home. Baked bread, yeah. Oh, so Let's good. Let's talk about some day trips. Yeah. yeah. I mean, unless we still have more food to cover. I don't mean to <laughs> jump the gun. I think, I think we're hungry enough. <laughs> we're good? I'm definitely hungry. Yeah. All right. So if you were to do a- wait, so does that mean you want to talk more about food or less about food? <laughs> um. Well, actually, I do have one question. So if you were going, or I guess maybe this is a better question. If you could order like one like quintessential Parisian like dish, what would it be? <laughs> Sorry, I'm throwing all the hard ones at you tonight. Yeah, I I don't really have like one. Um, is there anything that like go. you? You miss. Yeah, I hate escargot. Like they, I hate really? escargot. Oh. Like something they oh, don't the do ball? here that they do in France. Like something that people you nobody can get See, right I here. I, I cook all those things like, here. Yeah. So um, you can go to French okay. restaurants and get the, a yeah, lot of those well, things. We do go to Chefs yeah. de France. Chefs de France. Chefs yeah, de France. Think, <laughs> same thing. France. <laughs> That's why I have Vanessa think, order for us. <laughs> You know what? Maybe uh, um, foie gras uh, would be one of the oh, things that yeah. um, I miss the most. And so, what's that? Yeah, getting like a good—it's—it's it's liver pate. It's goose liver. <laughs> well, it can be goose or duck. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. It's really, really mm-hmm. good. I, I was not into having liver pate before I, I went, and my friends like, "You have to try it." I'm like, "Okay, it's really good." Sam, you had pate with us. Didn't we have it on the charcuterie board? I mean, oh, I think that was me. Charcuterie board because that might have been me. One, like at every restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, you mean the one at Ogus Cantina that I thought was bologna? Was that it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. No, no, it was no, no. But there was no. We had pate at um, Baseline. Me and you, Vanessa. I think oh, that was right, at Baseline. Right, right. Right, I don't think yeah. she ate the pet. She split with okay. Lauren. I don't think she bologna. ate it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, there was one that was like fried bologna, but like yeah, six that was cut August fried bologna. bologna. It was yeah, it was bizarre. weird. Mm-hmm. It was the weirdest charcuterie. Yeah, I think the pate was was at baseline. I probably let Lauren eat that. Okay. <laughs> I don't think she ate it either. Vanessa and I, I gave it to you guys. Vanessa and I ate ours. Probably. Oh I like gosh. pate. So, Vanessa, I went, we ate at this restaurant. It's apparently the, it's kind of a touristy place, and I'm going to preface that. But um, it's it's billed as the oldest restaurant in Paris. Like, it's been around since, like, like Thomas Jefferson used to eat there, like, Benjamin Franklin when they li- lived in Paris. 
I don't remember the name of it, but I um, ordered um, steak tartare, which was really, really good, but it straight up looked like vomit <laughs> on my plate. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It was just okay. like a pile of chopped meat. In now the that you of, said like, that, that, that's one of the things I miss. But I mean, you can get that in, you know, around here. Yeah, or you can get, yeah, that you can in, get in a good but, restaurant. Um, but. Yeah, a good steak tartare is, is yeah. definitely like a typical Parisian dish. You get like at the brasserie or, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, it was delicious, that but it looked yuck. like straight up vomit. Like, I feel like if I go to, if I Not get it in the States, part. it's usually, I know, it's usually done in like, um, um, a, like a form, you know, where it's like holds yeah. it all like in like a mm-hmm. circular shape. This was just like, like on the plate. It was, it was something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send you a picture of that too. It was delicious, but I, I felt really adventurous that night. <laughs> <laughs> steak tartare is one thing that I cannot wrap my head around eating. Like I, oh, I consider so myself good. to be super adventurous, and I'll try almost anything, but I cannot get my head around that. Especially really? like the, the ground beef ones. Yeah, but have you ever eaten like ground beef like that? Raw ground no. beef? No. Not from the American that- supermarket. Oh, <laughs> well, it's good. Vanessa well, right. bloody. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I like it. Like, like just above rare. It was still rare, moving. Just above rare. Her steak was still yeah. moving at our last yep. meal. It's just above. That's why yeah. we can't ever split steak with Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've split steak with Lauren, and we have to have it well done. And it's okay. I'll eat it. Ooh. Well done. Oh, no, that's an abomination, <laughs> Lauren. Yeah. Oh. Well, Lauren's like, hey, now I'm not <sighs> even here. Put some ketchup on it as well. <laughs> hey, what's wrong with ketchup? <laughs> all right. So now that we've offended all of our uh, oh goodness. <laughs> Yeah, she's not a steak really? eater, yeah. We had steak two nights ago. It was delicious. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> did you put ketchup on it? <laughs> my my eight my seven year old did, yes. I did not. And my youngest, he puts honey on it. He puts honey oh, on I any like, meat. I like the sound of that. Sounds good. I would do that. Huh. I don't know why. It's he's, he's so weird. Uh anyway, so so let's let's use something. Let's move on to uh, day trips. I mm-hmm. want to know if you have, say, two or three days you're willing to give up from your time in Paris to take a jaunt out into the country. Where would you go? So, I mean, it's super touristy, but um, Versailles is yeah. definitely worth it. You know, it's it's like nothing we have here. It's just it's such a a crazy place that was built purpose built to be this uber impressive in your face look at how rich and powerful i am nice. you know place and it accomplishes that i mean it's it's you know the palace the gardens like the whole bit it's it's you know it just oozes royalty and and you know um it's different from right i mean even if you go to england you go to the castles and palaces it's 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 like no other place. Mm-hmm. So um, I would definitely do a day trip to Versailles. That's for sure. Have you been, John? Uh, we did not get to go on that trip. We were going to go and it just, we ran out of time. It was not on anybody's like one must do. And our friends who had already been before were like, oh, we've done it before. So if you guys really want to do it, we'll do it again. So then we kind of felt a little bit like, well, mm-hmm. so yeah. it was like, we're like, next time we go 100%, we're going to hit it up. Mm-hmm. And I want to do the biking. We like biking whenever we do things. I know there's like a yeah. bike tour you can do out there as well. Mm-hmm. It's like a package deal. Um, another one, if you are like, I'm, I'm a big art person. Um, 
and I love Impressionists and Monet. So going to Giverny and seeing Monet's yeah. house, that I would, you know, I would think would be something you'd, you'd want to do. Um, and then the third thing that I think maybe could appeal, you know, would appeal to a lot of Americans as well is it's, it's a long day, but it's, you know, going to, um, see the, um, D-Day beaches. Uh, Normandy? Like yeah. That area? Yeah. Again, it's a long day, but you know, it can be, it can be done. And so it's like a full day. Like you get up in the morning, yeah. get on the bus and then you come back at night. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, you can get a driver or something, but yeah, it's, yeah. It, but it's, it's definitely, it's, it's, it's poignant. It's worth it. And it's, again, it's, it's different. Yeah, for sure. Those are three great options and all of which I've not done. So now I'm going to. So what okay. did what did you do for day trips then, if any? We didn't do day trips. Like we just stayed in the city because we mm-hmm. didn't have a car seat, so that complicated things with a two year old. And we just planned to take public transportation everywhere, so we just filled our days with like uh, like like one day we went to the Louvre, which you know I told you before we started recording, I was less than impressed with. Mm-hmm. Like it was fine. It was like I said, it was crowded, and you know we got stuck in the Renaissance art, which is not our favorite. And we just kept wandering and wandering and couldn't find anything but Renaissance art. It was really funny. Yeah. And then my... There's uh, a lot I, of that. It's a lot. And this place mm-hmm. is huge. Like, it's easy to get lost in the Louvre. And then another day we did, uh, like I was mentioning before, we did the um, Musée d'Orsay, which is uh, mostly Impressionist and modern yes. art, mm-hmm. which is just my wife's favorite. So all the Monet. And then they had a lot of stuff from... Uh, I think Van Gogh had, they've got a, a, mm-hmm. a section on Van Gogh. And like my wife was in heaven. So you're talking about going out to Monet's house. Like we're, you and Steffi would be best friends by the end of the trip. And so there, we did that. And then we did by the bike. One day we did the bike trip to the Eiffel Tower. And that was fun. We didn't go to the top. Like that was just maybe one step too touristy. I don't See? know. Yeah. I, I didn't, didn't want to wait in line. In all the years I lived in Paris and in all the years, you know, even going back and everything, I think I've been on the Eiffel Tower twice. And did you eat at the restaurant or did you go to the top? No, I went to the first floor. <laughs> that was enough. It's impressive looking at the structure. Um, but you're right, John. I think it's it's a little over touristy. And there's lines and you got to pre-order your window yeah. and then it's expensive. It's like, I don't mind spending money on something I'm really going to enjoy. And it was just like, I don't know. We didn't end up doing it. Oh, but you know what we did instead? Instead of doing that, what we did is we did, um, uh, it wasn't a day trip, but like a half day we spent up on Sacre Coeur. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? Sacre Coeur, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sacre Coeur. And they were having a food and wine festival. Oh. I kid you not, at the, up there. And <laughs> that sounds great. We, we bought the little. Um, we bought the. Oh, maybe they didn't go around or, or next. I don't remember if they did or not. But we bought like the all you can drink wine glasses, where you just paid for one fee for the glass, and you go from cart to cart, and they'd all mm-hmm. let you try their wine. Mm. And then we found this one. This one place. Oh my gosh, Vanessa, I still dream about this food. <laughs> We, it was like this one cart that they had and they had this giant vat and they were from the area where my France is from or my France, my family is from um, Alsace-Lorraine. Did mm-hmm. I say that wrong? Yeah. No, you did. Say okay. beautifully. So they live out, they live, or the, my family, that's where my grandfather's family was originally from. But there was a food cart there and they had like this cheesy potato thing that they cooked in this giant, like almost like what they would cook, um... Where do they? What's the Spanish dish that they cook like that Paella. and open under on a flame? Paella. 
like just like paella. And it was just there's like stirring it, mixing it, and it was like mm-hmm. this cheesy potato goodness. I still oh so, my gosh. Was it like raclette a little bit? I don't know. Maybe that's it like what it was. Potatoes with melted cheese, basically. Yes, that's all it was. But it was <laughs> like, like it was life changing. I, I could have died at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> it really, really was. And you're like, was you're like, was it russet potatoes? Like you're was like, it, was it <laughs> I don't know. It? <laughs> it was not. It was amazing. But it was from also the Alsace Lorraine area, and it was just so great. I well, and, that, and, and, and the wine, I'm sure, made it taste yes, even better. That's true. And then we did find a little um, – we did, of course, because everywhere we went, we bought um, – oh, goodness. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, the cookies. Why did I forget the name of it? Macarons. Macarons. <laughs> but there is a place called – it's called the Bis- – be- I just looked it up. And it was a, it's the cutest little shop. It's called Biscuiterie de mm-hmm. Mont- Montmartre. I never know how to say Montmartre. Like, how do you Montmartre. say that? You ignore the last R and the E. Yeah, you and the, you you don't you throw pronounce it away. half the letters in French. You don't. basically. Mont, yeah, Montmartre. And yeah. Uh, but it was just this. It's like the, this cute little shop that's up there, up by Sacre Coeur, that they sell cookies. So we did like that sort of thing, and we a lot of our stuff was centered around food because you know. When in France, that's how we were. <laughs> because why not? Yeah, I know, and it was amazing. Like, I would go back, and then the only thing that, like, my son still was mad that we didn't do, and he was two, but now he looks back and goes, I could say I've been, is we didn't do Disneyland Paris. Oh. Yeah. Well, next so, time. Next, that's a reason to go back. Is next time we'll do it mm-hmm. a day at Disneyland that's Paris. On, that's on the list mm-hmm. for this year, right? Disneyland Paris, when we go to yeah. France. In 2021? Well, yeah. Takes us yeah. Is this happening in 21? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So, Disneyland Paris. And then uh, I'm going to Ireland with yeah, Sam. Yeah, you are. And then- we were going to Scotland. <laughs> this, is the, this is the fantasy no, trip. No, we're going on. Right? I think it's group tours, yo. <laughs> we're going on a, a virgin cruise. No, I'm not. Oh, yep, that too. <laughs> yeah, you are. I get to bring a friend, so you're my friend. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Plus one. You're my plus one. You're my bunk mate. <laughs> Oh so, gosh. John, if if Steffi likes um, Monet and Impressionist, did you guys get a chance to go to the um, um, the Salle du Jeu de, the Musée de l'Orangerie? No, they have where is that? the they ha- so it's it's um, it's an old palace, of course, because everything is in an old palace in <laughs> is Paris. Is this the um, funky one outside where it's really funky modern? No, no, no. That's uh, Saint Georges Pompidou, the the like modern yeah, art. Yeah, Pompidou. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This is like an old palace, and they basically did um, an installation of uh, Monet's water lilies, and it's like uh, floor to ceiling uh, water oh, wow. lilies in this room that used to be like a um, handball kind of game that they oh, used yeah. to play in this room, and and every single wall has the panels of the water lilies um, that were painted specifically to be put in there. And it's, it's just so neat because it was purpose, you know, painted for there. And it's one of my favorite little museums to go to. I don't know why it's, it's a uh, next trip <laughs> cool little place. Yeah. I, I, I think sure. she would really enjoy it. I mean, just to tell you how much like she loves that is right now. So we have one of those Samsung, um, frame tvs where it's like when the tv's not on it's like artwork and right now i don't know the name of it but it's like it's not water lilies but it's like a field of flowers it's it's monet it's absolutely beautiful it's, it's just like, like poppies 
it's like so it's po- it, it might i don't know what exact i should have looked at the name because we just looked at it today it's like actually like pink and purple flowers and then in the middle of the painting at the like kind of like on the horizon there's like these tall green trees that are tall and skinny okay I, so but it, it's beautiful i don't remember what the name of it is but i'll let you know later okay but yeah she's she's obsessed she loves monet um and then we all we learned so much about impressionists when we were there, like Manet. Manet, how, how do you say his name? Mm-hmm. Manet, Manet, yeah. And then like like Musée d'Orsay was so fascinating, learning about that whole movement and mm-hmm. like the political influences, like and how everybody it was like the subculture in in France at the time. But yeah, anyway. yeah. And like they were kind of like this rebellious group of people, compared like outside of the. I guess any new movement within art is that way, but outside of like the mainstream art movement was the impressionists and people at first thought they were absolute garbage and, you know, right. cause you're coming from like the Renaissance paintings, you know, like that style of painting into well, that. Well, it was the idea of, you know, not having a posed subject, not having, you know, a, a predetermined subject. It was painting what you saw and painting light, which was a complete new concept. Meanwhile, now it's, you know, the most valuable some of the most valuable art in the world, right, is yeah. impressionist. And you think of it as so um, staid and, I don't know, like not something that's going to cause waves, right? Yeah. Um, well, because, but, that, yeah, yeah, like we look, we look at Picasso, like, think, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's Picasso. It's the same idea of like that was stuff was revolutionary back mm-hmm. then. Like, yeah. And it was, yeah. Well, Picasso anyway. derives from the impressionist. So. Yeah, he came post, he was post-impressionist, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Is pointillism after as well? Yeah, it's it's like a a, a side kind of side you know take, of taking it all, taking it to, to, to the, the extreme. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. So now that we've had the art lesson for the day, <laughs> I'm learning so much with, with this episode. Art with like... <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Seriously, I could dirt out. We could all hang out in museums for the whole week. It'd be so fun. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. We've covered a lot of, um, of, of, of what's the right word? Yeah. A lot of, yeah, there's a word though. A lot of ground. We've covered a lot of ground when it comes to <laughs> The words you were searching you for have... was ground. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> ground. <laughs> it's been a day. Uh, um, so we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show. Vanessa, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts, your wisdom, your experience, the insider's guide to Paris. Um, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. And how can our um, listeners find you? Well, uh, I'm one of the Pixie Vacations agents and you can find me, uh, you can email me actually, um, if you you know, want to plan a trip to Paris or just want to chat. Um, Vanessa at PixieVacations.com. Fantastic. Again, thank you so much. If you'd like to find more episodes of our show, you can do so wherever you find your podcast and just do a search for Escape a Pod- Escape a Travel Podcast or find us on the Facebook app uh, by doing a search for Escape a Travel Podcast and join our community group. Have a wonderful day and bye-bye. <laughs>